0: Most people are deeply scripted in what I call the scarcity mentality. They see life as having only so much, as though there were only one pie out there. And if someone were to get a big piece of the pie, it would mean less for everyone else. Stephen Covey. All too often, incredibly smart, caring people with amazing ideas and talents for transforming the planet hold themselves back from earning money because of a belief, either conscious or unconscious, that it's not spiritual to earn money. Or maybe that if they earned a lot of money, they would somehow be corrupt or bad in some way. They may also believe that you can't be a good person and wealthy at the same time, that you somehow have to do something bad to become, well, rich. And unfortunately, in this day and age, it's it's all too easy to turn on the news and hear about corrupt businessmen and politicians who have done something unethical to earn money. Sadly, there is not enough news about all the amazingly wealthy people that are changing the world in powerful, positive ways. So I encourage you and invite you to take a moment to think about your beliefs surrounding money and spirituality. Do you think you'd still be a good person if you had a lot of money? Do you worry that you would somehow be corrupt? What do you think others would think of you if you had more than enough? And do you think it's fair or right to earn a lot of money for helping people? And lastly, should you be paid if you're working on helping people or other spiritual endeavors? So I'm going to get real with y'all and share my own experience with this because I feel like in the past – I know this is a limiting belief but I've thought that some things are easier to manifest than others. So my personal experience with money because I'm not a pro at this. This is something I consistently have to work on and keep myself in check for. Growing up I never felt like I had enough. I always felt like money was scarce and my parents were either out of work, my dad was terminally ill, my mom was working a dead end minimum wage job and I feel like a lot of this, people that have eating disorders grow up in similar situations where if you have bulimia or binge eating, which I had an eating disorder for 10 years, I learned to overindulge because I never knew when I would have food again or money again. Um, I actually had a shopping addiction. I was very compulsive with my spending because I felt like I could only enjoy it for a limited time before it was taken away from me again. And this all comes down to not feeling inherently supported by the universe. I still am, but in the past it was even more so. I was jealous of people who had more. I viewed people as lucky or unlucky and was convinced that you're born into wealth. And I was so envious that I wasn't. I wouldn't feel happy for these people. I would actually wish bad on them. And I was afraid to spend money. I still am um, to some extent because it feels so scarce to me. And something that I've learned is kind of a manifestation killer is I don't look at my bank account often because I have so much anxiety around money and this stems down to a lack mindset. I even think if I were to like win a million dollars, I would still be afraid to spend money. Like That's how deeply woven... And ingrained this is, and it's interesting because we find that people who are handed down "quote unquote" riches have a wealth consciousness, and they have a healthy relationship around money. They don't give it much thought. It's a mutual relationship, and although this isn't me yet, <laughs> um, I I do not believe I don't subscribe to the idea that money is bad. It is a resource that we get to play with, so. I ask you while you're listening to this episode, I'm assuming this resonates with you in some way, shape or form, to examine your beliefs surrounding money. Many of us are like taught growing up that money is hard and the old adage, money doesn't grow on trees. We're taught that we have to hold on to it, that we have to cling to it for dear life because money doesn't come easily. So I developed this idea that I wasn't deserving of nice things. And these thought systems are typically given to us generation from generation, and that's why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, as they say. So a lot of us, including myself, feel this resentment or a love-hate relationship with our finances, and we see them as a burden rather than a blessing or a gift. So for example, something I learned in The Secret was paying bills, giving gratitude for what you do have, being thankful for paying bills. Do you expect bills in the mail rather Than checks and unexpected sources of income, can you see that the bill is a blessing because it means you have electricity. It means you have a cell phone. And most of us feel that there's only one sole way to bring about income, and that's working our asses off and sacrificing what we love to work a nine-to-five job and struggle and hustle just to get by. This is so often rooted in our energetic frequency and boils down to not feeling safe in our environment, the root chakra, feeling like things are too good to be true or there's always a catch. I see this in my own life with my finances. I see this in relationships often when we're dating, in romance. We aren't convinced that we can do what we love, generate a living that way, and feel fulfilled. We think it's one or the other. And I just want to remind you that it's okay. This isn't to make you feel ashamed or guilty, although many of us feel that way around money. It is all a part of the spiritual journey and a learning process. And the law of attraction states that in order to get, we must freely give And we have to trust that what we give out is returned back to us manifold. I know this is easier to say than to do, but I just want to give an example. So over the summer, I was working on my money blocks and beliefs surrounding abundance. And for my birthday, I got a lottery ticket and a card. And I actually won like $10, which I was so excited about because you know what? I was working on the law of attraction and I was expecting that I would win something no matter how big or small. Um, It all comes down to accepting what the universe has to offer you and trusting the universe will provide for you. But anyway, I won $10 and then my cousin's friend who I was like fiending after at the time asked me if I could drive him to 7-Eleven to buy a vape or something. So I was like, of course I jumped at the opportunity and You know, he ended up leaving his wallet at the house, so he was like, "Do you have any money?" And the only money I had was from the lottery ticket. So, since I liked him so much, I was like, "Oh, I'll pay for you. It's fine." So, I give him my winning lottery ticket money, and I immediately like felt constriction. I was like, "Oh, whatever. I just won is taken away from me, of course. Like that's how it always works." But then I was like, "You know what? Let me reframe this and." trust that this is what had to happen and whatever happens is for the best. So we end up getting back to the house and he gives me $20. He's like, I want to pay you back. Like here's a little extra money for driving me. Thank you. So I thought that was really interesting that I ended up gaining when I felt like I was losing and it can start Like a small practice, since many of us doubt that this is possible for us, i.e., we believe it's easier to attract a penny on the ground than it is to find a $100 bill lying around. But just know that we set the limits for ourselves based off of our sometimes subconscious limiting beliefs. So, another story I have was in 2019, I was hit by a drunk driver. And although this isn't a happy story, um, it ended up being that over the summer, I got a $25,000 settlement. And this was all when I was working on my abundance blocks and all of this good stuff. So I felt so happy that I had this settlement, but believe it or not, it ended up that the lawyers got like a portion. So it ended up that I was paid out $16,000. And I remember even though this was money that I had been asking for, the universe, please supply for me X amount of dollars, I felt like it wasn't enough. And I think that we are wired to find evidence of what we believe to be true in our surroundings. I, for so long, for like 25 years, even to this day, (laughs) hammered it into my head that good things never happened to me. And guess what? That's what I got. But- I do trust that it is possible to reprogram ourselves, our minds to be one of good fortune and opportunities for success because we attract what we believe. So I ask you now, do you trust that the universe will provide for you? Remember that like everything else, money is an energetic frequency. So in order to attract it or manifest it, We have to align with that higher vibration. Can you give thanks and be grateful for when you spend money rather than dreading it? And this doesn't necessarily mean that we go blow all of our money, YOLO, might die tomorrow, so let me just spend carelessly. It means that we sincerely trust the universe to provide for us, that the universe will have our back, and it means that we are tuning into our intuition and trusting that The universe will guide us to where we have to put our focus on. We are taking intentional, divine guided action with our finances. When we think of the word scarcity, many of us will immediately think about money. And on some level, this is understandable. After all, it is expensive to live. (laughs) And many of us concern ourselves by stretching each dollar. However, scarcity is a mindset, and it comes in many other forms, time, health, intelligence, judgment, willpower, and I see it so often in relationships. Having thoughts and feelings of scarcity automatically orients the mind towards unfulfilled wants and needs. Furthermore, scarcity often leads to lapses in self-control while draining the cognitive resources needed to maximize opportunity and display judgment. Willpower is often often also depleted, which makes one prone to feelings of giving up. And people in the state attend to the urgent while neglecting important choices that will have a drastic effect on our future. It's really important to understand that a scarcity mindset is exactly that, a mindset. We can change our ways of thinking to an abundant mindset while opening up a new world of opportunity. But first, we have to be aware of the pits in order to avoid the fall. Abundance blocks affect our ability to create more overflow in our lives. You may have a hard time finding a job. That was me several months ago, starting a business, and perhaps you always seem to find yourself in difficult financial situations. This happens because you have a subconscious program that causes you to attract the same situation over and over again. And then we find ourselves asking, why does this always happen to me? Energy blocks from past experiences or even inherited from our parents are carried in our aura or energetic field. These abundance blocks are present either at the emotional level or at the mental level or perhaps even both. The emotional body is a subtle energy field that surrounds your physical body and allows you to interact with the frequencies of emotions. So it is in the emotional body that we store our feelings, our passions, and our desires. Through this emotional body, you are able to experience feelings as a way to better understand what you want and do not want in life. In fact, it's your wants and needs that determines how you feel about yourselves in regards to your success, to your prosperity. So notice that the abundant choice has absolutely nothing to do with money. I mean, it does, but it doesn't at the same time. It's all interrelated. Everything's connected. We're focusing our time on what matters the most and not succumbing to some temporary pleasure that, while good for a time, does nothing more than add to the notion that we simply do not have enough. So let us choose wisely, let us give gratitude and think selflessly, and let us have an abundant mindset.